Good afternoon, everyone. This is George from Watson's Daily. It's Tuesday, the 4th of August, and this is We Ask Watson, a bite-sized look at the daily news where Peter and I discuss our favourite news stories of the day. Hello, Peter. Hello there. So, Peter, tell me about your most important story of the day and why. Okay, so I I guess I didn't want to um, repeat what we said yesterday, but there have been some interesting developments on TikTok. Um, so, so I, I guess that's the most, that's the thing <laughs> probably at the foremost of, of, um, of my mind. Um, yes. so, you know, the changes, um, following what we, what we were talking about yesterday, um, were that, um, President Trump is now talking about taking, wanting to take a slice, um, of the action, uh, somehow, um, because he thinks that, uh, the deal will be at least partly due to his uh... that's one thing the other thing as well is that the talks about having tiktoks uh, headquarters in london are mm. back on as well that's so that's it. so you will recall that actually they they stopped so the talk started then they stopped when there was the whole uh, you know the, the the us china thing continued to to get worse um and uh yeah so i mean those 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 are the main i guess those are the it, main things it did make me laugh how you said well what's trump hoping for is it an introductory fee yeah um i thought that was a great point but why so first of all is it legal can trump do this and what would be the mechanism through which he would take a slice of this deal i i don't know is the honest answer i would have thought i just don't understand how the hell he's gonna do that I mean, mm. uh, what's he going to do? Is he is he going to go up to um, is he going to go go up to Satya Nadella and go, okay, mate? Um, yeah, I think I think I think I deserve about twenty percent of what you're getting here. So uh, how's about <laughs> it? I mean, I, I don't know. I've never heard of anyone do. I've never heard of a leader doing that. You know, taking well, credit so for a deal. What, well, what I was thinking it might well be is that is the US government going to have equity in TikTok and therefore will they pay Microsoft for well, that for that right so well, potentially on on national security grounds so that's one way they could do it i guess is they could they could say well look you're getting you're get let's say you're getting 100% of the um of, of the US business which actually includes uh, see, i think uh, New Zealand and Canada and somewhere else as well um, yeah. but they said you know they could say look we'll the the state will take a stake i guess but i don't i don't this us doesn't tend to do that sort of thing and certainly not um certainly not in this kind of area uh i just think it sounds bizarre i i personally think this is just um him um uh, making a load of noise and just trying to um surf the feel good wave of uh, the us saving tiktok because mm. i think that probably I, th I saw somewhere that the, that um, some uh, TikTok creator was like, "Oh, holy, you know, blank, <laughs> blank, blank." Right? Um, uh, 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 Microsoft has saved. Uh, Microsoft has has saved TikTok. Thank you, Daddy Microsoft, or something. Uh, which mm. uh, you know, a very simplistic um, way of looking at it. Um, but yeah, I, 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 they're just surfing that. I think that um, Trump just wants to put his name on that because that's not going to harm him going going into the um 
uh, going into the presidential election to make him look like he's a bit of a hard nut. Um, no, and, and another thing I was going to say is it, it's unlikely that it would be finalised, I would guess, by the time the presidential election will be, will, be, will, will be starting. So actually, Trump has nothing to lose by doing all these threats, even if it were to be finalised. He he could still say, well, I, we're still considering and there could be a Treasury Department report on it or an investigation, yeah. um, which could drag out for months. Yeah, I don't know, though. I think if it's going to get done, it'll get done soon. I mean, he he's he's put um, a sort of a timetable on it for, you know, something's got to get done by the middle of September. Um, mm. But even then, he wasn't that's what he said september the 15th or around there so it sounds like there's there's um wiggle room um but yeah i i think that it's a bit ridiculous him saying that we we want to see some of the some of the money that's probably what the what the uh what the, his voters will want to hear but mm. how he actually does that god knows um, well well yeah. so two other points that I had from what you wrote in, in Watson's Daily today. Yeah. One was about how TikTok is not, is not analogous to Huawei for the Chinese. Yes. Um, it does not have the same geopolitical strengths or, or kind of leverage that, that, that Huawei does. Yeah. Um, and then the other point was, well, if, if it is US owned, will the, will the Indian market open back up for it? Yes. Um, so, the first thing is, with regard to it not being the same thing as Huawei is obviously Huawei is all about um, um, hardware and, uh, you know, networks and stuff like that. And for, for China, that is absolutely key. So it is a key, it is a key company. Um, mm. Whereas um, I suppose ByteDance is, represents the more frivolous end of, of, um, of tech and they've mm. also, I think that they've had some run-ins already, or they, yeah, the the you know, so so actually, uh, and, and I think that they, that, I don't know if they see it as a joke. I mean, clearly, uh, it's a very powerful company within its niche, but in the scheme of things, I don't think it will get the same amount of of attention from the government um, as as Huawei does. And it was interesting as well. Sorry, before you go on to the second point. That you said that TikTok have already got a strained relationship with the Chinese government anyway. That's right. Yes. Yes. So that's what I was saying is, you know, ByteDance, um, you know, TikTok, is, so, sorry, yeah. they've got, yeah, they've, yeah, they've already got a bit of a strained relationship. So I, it's not, yeah, it's not really going to be, be, be neither here nor there, I don't think. Um, with regard to your second point about India, as far as I know, this is the, this is the deal that is, um, so US, New Zealand, Canada, and again, another country that I can't remember. Um, whereas I'm not sure about India. I think, I don't think India is included in this. Yes, uh, I think, I think you're right. It's not, but yeah. it would just be interesting as to whether, well, if that threat had, because India was the second lar largest market right, after yes. the US outside of China. Yes. So that could be a huge boon for whoever, I mean, if it were Microsoft, yeah. if they could, could, um, negotiate well, yes. the Indian market. Yes, I agree, and and I actually thought, oh yes, this, this could be another like you know, like um, la was it last week or the week before? Um, you, we had Sundar Pichai from uh, from Google uh, Alphabet. I say that because mm -hmm. he's he's head of both. Um, uh, signing that deal with um, with Prime Minister Modi, 
uh, about um, injecting something like ten billion dollars into the um, uh, the Indian sort of digital economy o- over the next few years. And I wondered whether Satya Nadella could do something similar. Um, mm. But uh, but at the moment it looks like they're just they're just going to concentrate on the India thing. But it would be I think it would be a bit of a blow for um, uh, for. To, uh, for ByteDance, you know, the owner of TikTok, to lose India as well as the US, mm. um, because you could say that arguably uh, the the more impressive growth rate is likely to be in India rather than the US, which is already a relatively mature market. But having said that, um, I think that TikTok is the TikTok offering is actually quite. Um, you know, it, it's still, it's still. I don't think it's still fully mature. It's still got a long way to go yet. I think, especially mm. in terms of um, monetization. Um, now, Peter, I know that you're a demon on TikTok, and all our listeners should definitely check out Peter's inevitable TikTok account, which he, uh, <laughs> which he, which he, <laughs> which he does not publicise. <laughs> but I, I, I would like to bring up a couple of other stories. I don't think that they. Are on the, they're not as important as this story is, or geopolitically significant. The first of these was the Hay Travel story. Mm-hmm. Um, they obviously bought or, or saved Thomas Cook yeah. uh, and their, the staff, their staff from losing jobs. They're now announcing cuts um, and blaming it on the government for not putting in, or for, for, I guess, locking down Spain, increasing travel restrictions, but also not giving the travel industry enough help. Is this an opportunistic move by a company which positioned itself as being family run, um, wanting to save job intentions? I believe I I actually believe taking this at face value, you know, um, it seems to me that when Thomas Cook collapsed last year, it seems to me that they were genuine in their in their wish to try and keep on as many uh, uh, st- uh, outlets and staff as they could, and I'm sure that they were, they have felt a lot of pain, um, especially since lockdown, and it's got to be something that they will have had to have considered a lot before. Of course, because they because they did acquire Thomas Cook, obviously before lockdown was. That's right. Announced. So that so this was, all, was that was all last. Yeah, I think last. Yeah, year. and it was all yeah. about trying to save the jobs um and there was you know there's a there, there was a big fanfare about it and i believe that it was actually a part of the terms as part of the terms of them being able to buy that part of the business that they would be able to you know, keep it as intact as possible and i think that they did a, a reasonable job of it but it's just that now obviously things have changed completely and yeah. i just feel that they they have to do that and that the this the shut the the effective lockdown of spain was was the nail in the coffin really and and in it i mean spain being the home of package holidays which is where travel operators make their money um in addition to that story you wrote about another cruise carrier yeah um suspending expeditions to to the arctic mm-hmm. um does this tie into to a bigger point that the government should be doing more to help these industries? I mean, why is it important that we're talking about this? I, again, I'll pose to you the so what. Why, why is it important? Well, because the, the travel industry is getting mullered from, from all sides. 
um, mostly anyway. So obviously you've got your the, the operators that that are purely domestic who are doing great uh, a roaring trade at the right at the moment. Although that I think is potentially temporary because when travel restrictions are lifted. I think that everyone is going to want to go to Spain, etc. They're going to want to leave this country. Mm. So as far as I'm, I'm concerned, whoever the, the domestic operators currently in the UK need to make as much money as they, they can now, because I think in the future um, it, it may well go the other way. But anyway, mm. um, uh, with regard to the, um, the Norwegian shipping company, Herty Gruten, um, I think that is an absolute disaster. So you've had this cruise ship, um, forty at least forty-one staff and passengers got c- coronavirus. I mean, if you thought that the um, cruise shipping industry was almost dead, um, as uh, you know, at the beginning of this coronavirus thing, when this when they got the massive amount of negative publicity, this has got to be the nail in the coffin. Um, I do just think. Yeah. And what are you going to do? I think they're going to a lot of ships are going to have to be sold for scrap because who's going to want who's going to want to buy? Mm. Um, because mm. just imagine the, the expenses that you're going to need to put all the measures in place that will keep your uh, passengers happy uh, and, and your crew, of course. I mean, you know, if you if you're a potential crew member, you, you're going to want to make sure that you're safe as well. So. It, I think this is a this is an absolute disaster for the um, cruise ship industry, and it will make mm. their recovery. It will kick their recovery into the long grass at the very, very least, if not cause mass collapse. In my opinion, yeah. Well, Peter, as always, we've gone over, but all I can say is thank you very much for your views and your opinions. I'm sure it'll be very helpful to our listeners and to myself. Um, to our listeners, do engage with us on LinkedIn and Instagram. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Why is this interesting? Why is it important? Um, suffice to say, we'll, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you very much, Peter. No worries. And uh, yeah, let's see you tomorrow.